Welcome to the Blood Lab, ladies and gents. I'm Al with my brother Marcus, Rick, Sean, and Matt. What's going on, fellas? What's up, guys? Not much, not much. What's up? Doctor? Yes. Doctor? Yes, yes, yes. So, hey, we're just going to jump right into it like we normally do. I just wanted to start the uh, show off with a little something I found a little funny. I'm sure we're all fans of uh, Shannon Sharp and Ocho Cinco. Love them two together. Hey, this is an absolute true hey, story. Hey, I put this on. I put this. I put show. this on everything. I was having sex with yes, this young lady. Yes, hold on, hold on. Paint the whole picture. Now. Don't don't get. Don't cheat me. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't, don't cheat, cheat me either. Okay. I want we're, details. We're having details. We're, we're having uh-huh. sex. Position. Yeah. Posi- yeah. Yeah. You know I'm a bad. I'm the bad hey. guy. Oh Lord Jesus. <laughs> she ain't do it, but she don't know she That's did. No, bro. No, she <laughs> did. That is out. Oh, I swear. And what I'm about to say is 1,000% Talk true. to me, baby. So she passed yes, gas. Sir. She said, ex- she said, excuse uh-huh. me. I said, that's right. Do it. Yes, she passed gas. Okay. Yeah. Then she right. looked back and said, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> she, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> she knew it. How she knew it? Time. Time. She said, excuse uh-huh. me. I yeah, said, that's right, right baby. I didn't right make them shit. How she do it? Hey, she said, excuse me. I said, that's all right, baby. I generally make them shit. <laughs> It kept oh, going. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Dion's face. That's my reaction. Yeah. Look at Dion's face. <laughs> yeah, I'm hell like... with it, Dion. Hey, I'm hell with it, Dion. Hey. Come on, Look baby. Look at Ocho dying laughing. Both of y'all hey. nasty, dog. Hey, you don't do that. Don't do that. He said, don't do that. Shit, he gets one from me. Don't huh? do that. Y'all, y'all, wow. What you want me to say? First of all, like for that. her to look back and say, excuse me, she just should have rolled hey. with it. Hey, I got to write that down there, boy. You nasty. You said I, I got to write, write that, that down. down. <laughs> Don't even write that down. That's hey, nasty, so, Yes. You no. said that. <laughs> uh, prime, prime time makes me laugh. Boy. Yeah, man. They, they're, yeah. All three of them are something else, man. I love it. I love that they... <laughs> Uh-huh. Went on for their sport and have become great social media personalities. I love it. Yes. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Facts. I'm glad we're all three of those guys are at now, too. Yeah. Those guys yeah. Are great. yeah. Well, it's nice Definitely. to see them still doing around. Like it, when you grow up with them and then they're still kind of kicking around doing whatever and still providing you that entertainment, providing you info, providing you something in your adulthood. It's dope. Uh-huh. And they still look the same, too. They still yeah. look the same. Yeah. Oh man, let's talk about the UFC fight of the night: Sug Nasty and Josh Emmett. Not only was it the fight of the night, it was the knockout of oh, the night for sure. Oh, that was the best one to watch. Uh, did you Big see page. the way his body was just shaking? Oh, here we go. Here we go. We got a clip. Thank you, baby. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. He got geared up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I felt so bad for him. Yeah, that's so that's bad. definitely a knockout you oh. can't deny too. You know how a lot of times they like to be like, oh, did he really? You know, that is there is no denying that motherfucker got fucking deared up, as we call it. Yeah, that is the worst Oof. knockout I've seen live ever. Well, um, and I've seen quite a yeah. few. I've seen quite yeah, a few, vicious. and that one, that one is. What do you the mean, top. like in MMA? I, I've seen worse knockouts in boxing, but in MMA, that's a that's a pretty. High up I there. just, I just mean live. 
when you get that blunt concussion trauma and you see their body start doing things based on that trauma, it's it's kind of disturbing. Yeah. When he came to, when he came to, he was still on wobbly yeah. seat. Needed help to get out of the ring. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I felt I felt terrible. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad he's all, you know I hope he's all right, but I know he was supposed yeah. to go straight to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Next fight, I was actually looking forward to this next fight: Patty Bimblin and Tony Ferguson. I like Let's both go. dudes. Patty did his thing. Patty's man. on the. Patty yeah, did Patty his thing. Patty did his thing, but you know, he should have I mean, finished. What is Patty did his thing? I gotta wait before we move on. Both of you said it in unison. What does that mean? Because it really wasn't a typical Patty fight if you've watched most of his fights. Yes. Oh, that first no. round, that first round was, was, yeah. But the rest of it was just pretty much him, like, kind of just staying on top of him. And, you know, with the, that's how Tony fights. He likes to elbow from the ground and hit from the ground. Like, what is he known for? He's known for being able to kind of defend fight you know being on his back on the ground and fight like i got actually got tired of joe and this dude talking about it tony is one of those guys well one tony is a huge step up in competition yeah. for Patty. this is probably oh, no. with, with prob- this is probably his biggest fight oh, it is. i don't want to take tony- anything away from that though Al. I, I i'm not taking anything away from that context of the fight i just mean like i don't think it was a traditional patty fight it was like watching oh, no. tyson go four rounds you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, with you know, again, Tony, his level, Patty had no choice but to fight the kind of fight that he fought. So winning against Tony the way he did is, you know, I, I accept it. Again, it wasn't the greatest fight ever, but again, Tony is a huge step up in competition, and it wasn't going to be easy for Patty. And both of them went you, the distance. In my opinion, those are some of the best fights and the best fighters, the ones that can style the fight in the way that they want it to go, not the way their opponent wants it to go. Like, if you look at, like, the Connor and the Poirier fight, like, where Poirier took it to legs, you know Connor doesn't want it being legs. So when he brought it leg, he brought Connor out of that box, and that's what gave him the, the W. Like, for real, like, switching up Connor's style on him was what made Connor vulnerable. So I think that there's a lot to be said about that. Sleepy McGregor. <laughs> Oh, yes, mm-hmm. that ass whooping mm-hmm. he put on him, boy, boy. Whoa. <laughs> Bro, it's bad. It's like now, bad. Now, the other fight, uh, you know, Stephen Thompson and... Uh, Shavkot or Shavkot. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I'll let you say it. He, uh, <laughs> he did oh, exactly what I expected him to. Yeah, pretty much. And pretty I don't much. know if you guys saw this, but uh, like six weeks before the fight, he tore a ligament in his ankle, didn't get oh, the yeah. surgery, went out, fought, still submitted Wonder Boy, and is now going to get the surgery after. I'll try these boys are dumb. Jeez. Just to tell you how much of a beast that <laughs> motherfucker is. Oh, dude, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't like the fight going in for Wonder Boy. No, me either. You know, I didn't like the fight. You know, I just think Dana White just really? wanted to see him get beat up. Because, you know, there are guys where Dana White just wants to see him get beat For up. For sure. So, Dana White's that guy, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, that fight, you know, I, I expected it. It went down. Again, not the greatest fight ever, just what you expect. The co-main event. Let's go. I'm going to be honest. Terrible. I, uh, I took a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I took a nap. And and I'm not even lying. I, I took a nap during that fight. Oh, yeah, me and the boys you know, had a, a few. We had a few extra beers during that fight, during that round. So, uh, 
And that fight was just like, wow. Okay. Just bored. So on that note, can I interject something here? What's that? This is why I say I think that the audience, and I'm glad both uh, both of these platforms are now owned by the same parent company, we're going more to a WWE kind of world. Sports entertainment is more fun than just watching a straight pound-for-pound pound fight. There is a level of like, yeah. uh, like, er, you know, some man shit behind watching the like real deal. It's not quite bare knuckle, but basically bare knuckle fight, like that we watch when it comes I'm to MMA. And and I, I I like sports. I'm glad you mentioned that. If we know we're still getting that, but half the time you don't know you're getting that anymore. Half the time it's fake as hell anyway. So yeah, I'd rather watch a spectacle where it's scripted and it's a uh, spotlight fest than two guys kind of jabroni in and out and acting like they're still fighting hey, you like when we know they're out? not because i like it here's a spectacle it. yeah like, here's a spectacle i'm glad that you say that because this guy is an absolute spectacle <laughs> even after there even after this fight he was a spectacle like dude kobe the bitch covington as oh. he is <laughs> i can't stand this dude. i can't either let's, let's roll this first now the guy talking in this first clip i don't like sean Strickland uh. either but what Sean Strickland is saying in this clip is pretty much true. Excuse of a oh, human being. Hey, how many? Let me see. You guys, Colby fans in here, give me a show of hands. You guys, let me let me give you some facts on Colby. Colby is an utter piece of shit. What do you know about facts? No, you can't no, no, even no, read, no, bro. Explain to Colby. Yeah, it takes Kobe one to is. know one. If I you know Colby on a personal level, he fucked over everybody he fucking knows. And I take, I take Colby as a personal too, insult to me. Because the Trumpsters, the Republicans, you guys are my fucking people. The blue-collar workers, you guys are my fucking people. And you have a I'm cut like that. Colby, a cut like Colby. Come in here and take it up yeah, the band and he don't give a fuck about you. Name drop. And him making fun of uh, Leon's dad. That is the biggest fucking cut yep. move you can do. That is the biggest cut move to do. Leon's mom. I agree with that. Leon's mom. Dad, bad guy, good guy, doesn't fucking matter. He raised the boy. She raised the boy to be a fucking man, to win a title, to be a good man. And a real fucking American would, would applaud him for that. They wouldn't tear him down for that. So just so you know, Colby is a fake fucking pussy. And if he was standing here right next to me, the only fucking thing he would do is call 911 because he is the definition of a fucking bitch. Okay. I mean, First thing good okay. after it come out of his mouth. That is the only everything he said in that clip is the only thing he's ever said that I agree with. Yep. Because everything else. Come on, let's be honest though, Al. Like he was just basically using that that was that was a cloud chase right there. Like he almost was word for word what everyone else has been saying around the same time, even Patty. I I mean, you know, Patty almost I mean why would the fucking world would Strickland use the word cunt like how many hours after when Patty calling him a cunt did 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 Strickland make the I don't know bro I don't buy Strickland shit I think that was a fucking cloud chase now so that I don't before, agree with what I want to go into before we talk about the fact I want to go into this last clip with Sean Strickland now Sean Strickland is the middleweight champ this next clip is going to show you how Sean Strickland, as the middleweight champ, we'll diving on dude, carries himself. Fires the gun. 
Yeah, I think this is worth it for the record. So oh, he's still I'm being talking. told that Strickland asks right. Gilbert Burns' son to move. Yeah, it's work, bro. It's work. Oh, and oh. this is a show. Wow. Oh, wow. Out of nowhere. That's that's kind of crazy. Well, he told him. He, he, well, you can say you can see Drake is behind him, still kind of talking. Once Sean turned his mm. back, so I don't know if maybe Sean Strickland heard him. Good. Yeah. So that's how he carries himself as a champ. You know, again. It could be to sell the next white. It's got to be because that card oh, is shit. But let, let's be real. Yeah. That's what that, Okay, look. So I know you guys uh, aren't as, let's call it, um, Sean has some years in it with me, but over the last few years hasn't been as involved. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and call myself out here. Um, WWE, sports entertainment, uh, wrestling in general. Um, as a young kid, I, I was really involved with the local guys, you know, and everything. Um, what we call this right here, what we just saw, is called work, right? Mm -hmm. What that is is it's a way to push a narrative, but not just through promo. So in wrestling and in boxing and even in MMA, when they have these, like, uh, weigh in before even before the weigh ins, like these pre where they get up together and they take these pictures and they put the gloves up and they get these little arguments on the stage. And Dana White's got to break them up and blah 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 blah. That shit is all work, it's a way to get people to want to get involved, right? And uh, I 100% feel like what happened in the audience the other night and that clip we just watched was exactly that. That was work. This is a way to get. Oh yeah, because they're, that's, yeah, they're definitely trying to sell that next pushing that sure. Strickland, <laughs> They're pushing that Strickland narrative right now, and uh, yeah, it's it's definitely an idea or a um, a good way for the, you know I, the UFC to think, gain some some viewers. I don't think that next card with Strickland and Duplessis is going to be that. No, stacked. it's a terrible oh, card. They, 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 they're mad. They, yeah, it's a terrible card. So they had to do they had to do something to like. They're it's the same reason for why they televised the weigh-ins and. Even after the weigh-ins, why they televise the face-off and why the face-off is such a big thing because it's just a way to push that they're so mad at each other when the fact is that, like, it really blew my mind when, like Rick said, we used to go to wrestling for years and years and years, and we'd watch them duke it out in the ring and fight each other until they were bloody, and then we'd go out back and try to get their autographs. This was a regular thing. Every time that we went to a wrestling event, we tried to go get their autographs. And you would see them leaving and stuff. And oftentimes they'd leave together in and their buddies car. and we didn't get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they get in the same car, the same limo. And I would ask my mom and my mom's like, no, no, no. I mean, the friends, it's a show. And they all go out to Denny's and go grab something to eat. And it blew my mind. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. And it still blows a lot of people's mind. But once you realize acting is a big part of everything. Here's what wasn't fake and here's what wasn't acting is what was going on with Leon Edwards and that fucking prick Covington. <laughs> That's what I'm saying is you guys notice a lot of this stuff, and yeah, some of it is fake, some of it is to sell cards. But a lot of this stuff, like a lot of these guys have bad blood with each other, and those are what make yep. the best fights, in my opinion, is when that shit is real. Yeah. Well, as fighters, like they're passionate people, and they do right. get into it. Yeah, that's and to be expected. Is, that's like, a legit dude, point. That's a legit dude. point. But listen, listen, let's just let's just keep it real. For years and years and years, wrestling denied, what are you talking about? It's not fake. And then once it got to a point where everyone accepted that it was fake, you know what everybody said? Oh, we kind of knew it all along. 
we're starting to see in sports right now in a general sense that we're getting that same thing start to happen. And people are starting to say it's kind of okay. You can actually gamble on sports books on wrestling. Yeah, of course. But with this one, straight up, I don't know if she can find the clip, but if you see after the fight and they're talking to Leon. There was one moment. This part was very emotional for me. This guy used my, my dad's death as entertainment. He used my dad's murder as entertainment, and it took a lot for me to calm down, stay focused, and come in this fight, you know? And I thought to my coaches, spoke to my mom, and I kind of just shut it all down, you know? Was this much more difficult for you because of that, because of the anger? 100%. Back after the press conference, went backstage, I was crying, because just for the rage, like, you can't use my dad's death as much as, as entertainment, and that's what he did, you know? Like, to this day, it still breaks my heart. He got murdered, and they said my dad should burn in hell. And... Well, you got past that. You dominated this fight. You retained your title. Oh, man. You, can, you can't act that. No. It... Like, the, the way the you know what... Now, Kobe, Kobe himself is the spectacle that you're speaking of. Yeah, he is the spectacle. That you, from, from the start of the fight where he's like, there's no way I'm losing this fight. President Trump is going to wrap this belt around my waist and blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, just shut the fuck up. And then they got beat, you know? And then, and then got beat. Yeah. Even after Usman broke his jaw for the shit he spoke, after that fight, he was like, oh, your easy work, blah, 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 this, this, and that. Really, dude? But bro, you got your jaw, bro. bro it worked, though. It worked for him. He got another title shot. And then he well, didn't even see what it. happened. Yeah. I mean, and he fuck, didn't even fucking he... earn it. He got another one. So, and he's got another one. And he fucking and he hasn't earned Leon. Yeah, he hasn't earned shit. I, I was glad that Leon beat his ass and won the fight. But I wanted Leon to like. I wanted him to put him to sleep. Put him to sleep the way Sugar Nasty got put to sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. Understand this. Whatever his dad did doesn't reflect on him. No, and even you know then. What I'm it, no, not you at all. Do, you don't make fun of somebody's dead dad, regardless of what they did or why they got killed. It's he's dead. He's dead. Exactly. He's dead. You know what more? What more do you want to happen to this dude? Daddy, he's dead. why you dying? You know what I'm saying? Like really? Like with uh, Conor McGregor. You know, I used to love Conor, but some of the things that he says about people's wives and you know, like really, dude. No, I like Conor when he first came better, out. Your wife you know, is the in way that he conducts himself. It's the way he conducts himself as a piece of shit, as a person that I turned away uh -huh. from Conor McGregor. Is he still a good fighter? Not as good as he used to be. I was going to say, yeah, no, no. He's fallen off, but as a person, he's a piece of shit. He doesn't carry it right. I hope you guys, Conor is a perfect example of exactly what I'm talking about. And accept it or don't. You're going to eventually have a realization, just like they did with the wrestling in the early 90s, Oh, yeah, yeah. We've been uh, pretty much choreographing this all along. And and there, he's turning into a heel. Connor has to be a heel now. He can't plateau above where he was as the baby face. He, he peaked. But if you go and be a heel for a few years, step aside. Don't get in the fucking pool. Do some fucking roids and get billed like he's doing right now. Get off the roids. Jump back in the pool and get ready to come back to fight as a fucking heel. Roman Reigns, cough, cough, and then he's going to eventually turn back into a baby face because of all the people that'll like him as a heel. It's literal. We're seeing it fold in front of us, y'all. 
I'm just calling it while we're hey, talking dude. about it, dog. Hey, I see hey, it. Hey, Rick, you might have convinced me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Until you say Poirier and Connor get in a fight, and he starts talking shit about his wife, and then Poirier uh-huh. breaks his fucking leg. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. that that leg went in two pieces. That's so, just, I mean, yeah, you know, some of it's scripted. You tune in, you're going to be like, dude, this dude was talking shit about bro's wife, and then he came and broke his leg? Oh, my God, I got to watch the neck of that. You know what I mean? That's how it is. Like Dana White. Dana White in the early 2000s brought in Brock Lesnar for that specific reason. Yeah. Hello. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know he likes to play those kind of games. Mm-hmm. But again, no, but this is real bad fighters, blood, though. This is definitely real bad blood behind it. Oh, yeah. But there's definitely like, some they, sports entertainment to it as well. With Strickland, dude, nobody likes that dude. Nobody <laughs> likes CM Punk. Nobody. CM Punk, but you can't you know, stop and, talking and like, about him. Dude, I love how CM Punk came to the UFC and got, got his was ass it the UFC beat. Or the other, the other world. I think it was the oh, UFC. Got knocked the oh, fuck out. Got, yeah. got his ass beat. Got knocked That's the fuck my out. whole thing with it is they can do what they want to sell the fights and sell the cars, but you ain't gonna fake them dudes getting the shit beat out of them. That's what I was saying with the leg. Like it, it's it's fake to a certain point. Like you can fake a story, but you ain't faking a leg break. Dude, Kobe Covington after the fight was like, yo, I you know, I, it was easy work. You know, this, this, and that. Dude, you got ice on both yeah, legs. He's bleeding from his nose. His <laughs> leg is fucked up. He got ice on both of his knees. You talk about you thought you won the fight? Really? Yeah, man. I just... He must have got punched stupid. But I will say this. I'm just glad that he lost. Yes. A second bet. He will get another shot again because of his mouth. And I hope the next guy he fights breaks his jaw and his leg at the same time. I don't see him... I don't. I don't see him getting another chance. I think this was his last shot. I think his stock's going down. I think this yeah, is he's his not going to get too many yeah, strap yeah. shots. He's not going to get too many strap shots right now. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of these no. guys do know that if you aren't that good, and I'm not saying not that good, but if you're not the best, but you run your mouth like you're the best, then you stay relevant too. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's one mm-hmm. way to not get shot out just because you're not the best. Because yeah. they're more entertaining. Stay entertaining, it doesn't matter. It's the whole principle that they showed you in fucking Gladiator, the movie. Like, it doesn't matter if you're good. If you keep these motherfuckers entertained, keep them in the They won't let you go. That's what matters. Exactly. I hope everybody got off of any get off because I want to get into this next topic. This next topic here like the Epstein Island and the people involved on that list, I have been telling people for over two decades about certain people in Hollywood. So to the folks that didn't believe me two decades ago up until now, I just want to say I told you so. Yeah. yeah. Roll tape on this first clip. And I just want to say I, I definitely am referring to him as the Black Epstein from now on. I knew I used to, oh, This dude makes me laugh. Wait outside a Turkish baths for him. But it's a bodyguard, yeah. You know what they <laughs> do in the Turkish baths? No, I don't. Oh, you don't? Okay. That's where a lot of gay men meet. No. Oh. And they all take hot baths together. That's no, a man. lot of sh- that these no, no, <laughs> guys get He's into. He's right outside the door. He's right. When they he start to get having in. certain meetings with certain people, and <laughs> they meet them at the Turkish bath, no. and they do their meetings, and they meet their people, in those type of situations where they're comfortable oh, they with. Booty yeah. So they don't have to worry about uh, their indiscretions coming out. Yeah, yeah. You mean? You understand it's what I'm saying? It's the rest stop of the 90s. 
So that's why, you know, twice, sometimes, three times a week, me and the driver be outside. Mm -mm. He'll run into the Turkish bath. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's the first one, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a... I'm worried about that guy because he's been spilling the beans a lot. You know, that's just a little bit of what uh gone into. Yeah, yeah very little. That's saying a bunch of shit. Barely yeah, he's been saying a bunch of shit. Did we have one more clip? Yes, we did. I'm telling you. Yes, I'm telling you. Look, look, look. Later, you're going to find out a little shit that I'll be saying. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, listen. I'm trying to tell you the truth. But the truth, sometimes it hurts. Right. It hurts people and they don't want to hear that shit. But I'm trying to tell you. Now, nigga asked me, could he take me shopping? And it fucked me up. Because I'm looking like, what the fuck? Did this nigga just say, I want to take you shopping. I got a bankroll on this motherfucker. Why? Because when you walk around looking so motherfucking good, I want to feel like, God damn it, that motherfucker with me. That's all I want to do. That's all I want to do. But when a nigga tell me he want to take me shopping, what the fuck is the matter with this nigga? Where was this at? Yes, so P. Diddy likes to take men shopping. One of the first was like, Lush. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, us. and then along down the lines, next was just uh, what's his name, um, Justin Bieber. Yeah. So, what happened to Usher happened to Justin. You know, when Justin was going through his thing through that time, you know, I just thought he was a dickhead teenager, but when you're getting booty, yeah. you know, you tend to act out. Usher never really had that problem though. But it's also said, I, I, I know I told folks that Usher had herpes. They're like, well, you don't have proof. You know, again, I heard it do the grapevine. The person I heard it from was generally accurate with some of the information they used to give me. And uh, lo and behold, it's probably rumored that Puffy gave Usher the herpes. No, no. Allegedly. I don't want to get so hard at Marcus. Oh, man. Oh, man. Marcus is like, no, my child. No, that's no, my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> Whoa. I seen the video. Broad, I was dancing on Usher's song the other day. I get uh, it. I seen the video of Diddy talking with Usher and like it's really it's weird, man. Even though like, he's talking yeah. about them like waking up in the bed together and fighting over a cereal or something. I'm like, oh, and Kevin Hart. Man. That, yeah, no, you see how he stopped yeah, himself? Kevin Hart. He stopped himself. He's like, no, hold up, let mm -hmm. me go back. Yeah. Nah, we were fighting about some shit, and yeah. it's like it's just super sauce. Yeah, like that was, whole video is super sauce. It is definitely fucking Usher, man. That's facts. That's fucked up, but it's facts. And I know this. This is a so little. So here's the uh, thing. Allegedly, well, man. Allegedly, this is a little off Alleg topic, but I don't know if you guys saw today, but apparently the government or somebody is going to release a list of 150, 180 names of people who all went to Epstein's island. Oh. I would, yeah, no, I would not. not be no, surprised not. if P. Diddy's on well, that list. Oh, no, P. Diddy no, is on the list. No, no, listen, P. Diddy Sean, is on the list. They're Sean. not going to release anything. They would have released. That's, that's what everybody's saying is this, now you're choosing to do it. You know, no, I'm just saying, I'll believe that's when I see it because I've been hearing that shit for eight years now. No. Like, I've been well, hearing what, this, oh, we're going to get the upstairs. Here's the best way to word it. What what he just said is is the best way to word it. Matt, with his algorithm and channels, would not have gotten that information 
before now. Everybody knows about Epstein and everybody heard that there's a list and everybody heard that it's coming out by now, but nobody's ever going to see any of the names on it. But what he's I talking get, I get what about is in the last couple of days, the mainstream media is actually reporting that there's going to be a release. We'll the talk about this again once there's some arrest. Point, there, mainstream. Well, anything about arrest. The mainstream media at this point has not officially released anything or barely even spoken about it. They won't. They wouldn't talk about it before now. So what has changed now? Their narrative shift is going on. They're getting. They're letting us know some shit. And Which so is scary. I will say though. this last little point is something happened with Puffy. At first, I didn't know who it was with, but someone even higher in the food chain than him and himself got in something. Well, he bit the hand of seeds. I'll probably get yeah. in a bunch of trouble for this, but where I'm finding myself come to, it's Clive Davis. Puffy and Clive Davis got into it. And what we're seeing now and is- Clive Davis used to do to Puffy what Puffy's doing everybody else. Correct. Clive Davis gave the green light on Puffy. And what we're seeing now transpire is not just all the lawsuits are coming clean. You don't have this bread. The lawyers aren't going to fight for him because those are the lawyers for the people above him. He is going down the same way that Epstein did. So in a similar sense, the way that Epstein became public, Puffy is now becoming public. It's kind of like that. I did a little bit of research too today. Um, Him and Clive Davis are fine from what I understand. There wasn't a falling out with Clive Davis. However, there was a falling out back in June with the company that makes Ciroc. Ciroc and De Leon Tequila were represented and sponsored, basically. They went to him when the brands were failing and said, hey, will you go ahead and put your face on this? And we did. And they had a happy relationship, kind of, for a while, except that he kept on being a dick about everything and kept on telling that he wanted more. And he was basically pulling some shit. He's like, all right, you guys. Um, They separated ways with him back in June because he filed a... It was a racial discrimination lawsuit talking about how they were putting more into their brands like Casamigos with George Clooney's brand and shit, all these other brands, but they were leaving him as an urban brand and they weren't putting the resources into it. So he tried to sue them while working with them as partners and they said, fuck you. So they split up with him and I did the research on who owns that company. That company is mostly owned by banks. Uh, The company is called... Oh, God, I forget the goddamn name. Where is it? Right. But yeah, the company is mostly owned by banks. One of the biggest owners is Bank of America. If you look at the owners, the shareholders in Bank of America, it is, as you would suspect, Vanguard and BlackRock. So he basically went against the people that set him up because, you know, Vanguard and BlackRock own America and BlackRock, United States of America. So he went against them started giving them shit, and they said, who the hell do you think you are? We set you up. And, yeah, that's why his downfall is happening. Yes, and that goes back to... not surprised. His handler is Clive Davis. Right now, the people that Puffy has beef with, as you just pointed all out, they're more important to to Clive than Puffy is. So Clive gave the green light on what you're seeing. Diddy's going to see this podcast and throw up. Think of the life Puffy has lived. Oh, my God. Okay. And the stuff they're coming out is the just, man, he's nasty, dude. He's nasty. He's made people I, I, eat turds, all kinds of craziness. Oh, it's disgusting. Like, dude. No, his, uh, dance, the lawsuit that was filed was for human trafficking and sex trafficking. Whoa. Is in addition to everything else. Yeah, kidnapping, uh, trafficking. Because basically what happened was when 
he got in that thing with Cassie, the lawsuit alleged that when they were on the outs, he basically abducted her, kept her there, had hired a bunch. She had her hire male escorts come over and do things to her, film it. And uh, that way he had fucking shit on her. So he had a bunch of blackmail tape on her. Yeah, like but basically it's the same thing that's been happening over and over and over. And that's how they keep motherfuckers like look at Weinstein. Yep. Um, I would I would wager to say the same thing happened to Aaliyah. Um, and I mean, look at like all the people that died that were connected with this shit. You got fucking uh, uh, Lisa Lopes from TLC Left Eye. She died in uh, mm-hmm. 2002. Winnie Houston, who was also connected to that whole little fucking thing, was 2012. Brandy... Mm-hmm who was also represented by this guy. Ray J's sister. She didn't die, but she was in a bad, bad car accident in 2006 where it killed a woman. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Michael Jackson was kind of wrapped up in that whole thing in 2009. Paul Walker, 2013. Brittany yep. Murphy, 20, 2009. And I would say that even Kanye West, when he started getting... Kanye West was involved in his car accident where he totally changed his whole shit in uh, 2002. And it was two weeks after he signed with Rockefeller. Yeah, he should have died in that car crash. Two weeks after he signed with Rockefeller. Why? And he definitely should have. And everybody said the same exact, exact fucking thing. Um, what's crazy is I was watching a video today and they were talking about the beginnings of Bad Boy. Or was it was it Bad Boy? But uh, the the group that started it was Albisher, uh, yep. Andre Harrell, yeah, that, uh, yeah. Heavy D, Puffy, and and uh, Kim, Park, uh, Kim Porter. Kim Porter. Yeah, all, of dead. Dead. All, of all of them are all dead. All of them are dead, dead now. Except for Albie Sure. Yeah, Albie Sure is still alive. He almost died. Yeah. So they're all pretty much off the map except for Puppy Us. now. Um, so that was a little bit crazy. Also, what's crazy is all that shit that happened to Biggie, obviously. We don't even need to say it. It's kind of the elephant in the room. But mm-hmm. there was a little bit of information I heard today that I hadn't heard prior. Biggie was working on an album called The Commission, which was rumored to be his exit from Bad Boy yeah, Records, yep. and he was starting his own company. Yep. Yeah, we know. So that. I, that, yeah, I've he, heard that he before. Had, he had a sixty-seven, I think it was like a sixty-two or sixty-seven million dollar deal lined up to leave Bad Boy to be because again, Puffy, Puffy was not taking care of anybody. No, and that's a thing. Think of yeah. the talent. That's a no thing. Think of the talent about that's it. run through Bad Boy. Uh, yeah. right. Think of the well, talent. Well, you look at that. He, Go ahead. Like one twelve. Yep. Mace. Yeah. Yeah. Mace. Totally. Mace. Mace. Mace is Mace is putting it out there. You know what uh Puffy's you know, again, Mace has been saying he's going back and forth though. Nobody wanted to listen. Him and Puffy got back together two years ago. Don't forget it. It goes back and forth. He's a shady ass pastor. Like he did a bunch of shit with the pastor money. Look into that. He's a he's a devil too. But yes, same shit. One hundred. Uh, uh, oh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Osiris. What's his name? Oh, why or what? Damn it! Um, uh, there's a there's a bunch of them who who allege all this, not just Usher, not just Bieber, not just these guys that you guys talk about, and it's not just just the whole Biggie thing. Like, look, look at Snoop. There's a whole bunch of stuff that sh- I mean, number one, Snoop, and the, I'm gonna put it out there. They'll probably yoke me out if we ever get anywhere. But both Snoop and Puffy are FBI informants, and now oh, yeah. they're saying Puffy ain't FBI no more. But you know, Snoop Snoop had, knew what was going to happen with Pac. He even came out there on that shit and said, "Thank well, you, Puffy. You know they're all related. Telling me to play at chess instead of checking." Yeah. And he's talking about my boy Snoop. Yeah. Snoop. They're all related. I'm That's all family. You. Yeah, 
You're gonna find yeah. out. It's all coming out now. Ray J, Ray J was uh, Puffy's. Uh... Yeah, Ray J too. Like brother-in-law when he was with Kim because he's Kim's brother. Or no, not Kim's brother. It's up. Uh, look up, look up the, look up the the uh, beef between Fabulous and Ray Brandy's J. Brandy's brother. Ray J. All... Brandy's brother. That's correct. You look up the beef that came out between Ray J and Fabulous, and through that whole thing, yeah. when Ray J was getting all hot headed and running his fucking mouth, yeah, Ray J was talking about just shit. He came on Breakfast Club and said, "Oh, I'm gonna make sure that Fab calls you tomorrow and apologizes." Fab comes on the show and says, nah, "Not only am I not gonna apologize, I'm about to pull your and Puffy's card." And he just lays it out there. I want you guys to go down that rabbit hole yourselves without me giving it all away. But they're going to tell you all about it. The mere fact that all of this stuff has all been well documented for all these fucking years with all these different people, including Cassie for the last 10, tells you exactly what I'm trying to point across. The only reason it's coming out now is because something happened with Puffy and what's above. And so they're yep. like, oh, it's time to kill your shit. And there's a reason. And that hey, shit's going to watch out. out. And make an example out of you. Better watch out. We're going to be next. Leaking all this shit. <laughs> now they want oh, us well, to leak. Hey, hey, there's, there's, they want us to leak. There, there's we a couple help. people in front of us. If they go get anybody, it's gonna be Puffy security guard. Oh yeah, it's gonna be Jaguar right? You know, go check out Jaguar right videos. Oh She's yeah, she be saying so. She's been spilling yeah. the beans. Jaguar yeah. right, making a point. Jaguar <laughs> is making a point. No. <laughs> Orlando Brown. Oh god, may, yeah. I think that's his name. Yeah, you know, he he may sound a little crazy in some of the videos, but when there's certain things pertaining to him. You can actually see that he's been see from his body language that he's been sexually assaulted. Some of the people and some of the people that he calls out. I mean, was like, he one of the ones that was involved in calling out Will Smith? I feel like he was involved in yeah. the Will Smith name. Yeah, yeah, Puffy and Will Smith are kind of on now, the same is, level with it all. They're boys. This is Orlando Brown. This is not me. Okay, he said Will Smith <laughs> sexually assaulted, <laughs> and this name, you know, this is you know this guy is. One of the big names in rap, hip hop, with the ladies. Up until Orlando Brown, I had never heard anything outside of the fact that, you know, he's a dick on set, you know, takes things a little too far sometimes or what have you. But LL Cool J, he said LL Cool J sexually assaulted. No. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. He puts on a great show. That's fucked up. I hell of a concert. He said, What you witnessed LL Cool J do in that movie, N2D. That's his shit. He did in real, he did in real life. So, like, you know, hey, dog, is LL Cool J sticking pool sticks at people's buttholes? Like that shit. Like it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. That. That, hey, man. that sucks, because, you know, I think y'all know Cool J's, you know, that's, he's, you know, again, this is allegedly, Alleged. this is Orlando Brown, that's not it. me. He seems hey. so cool, but I think it's just the name. Didn't, you know, didn't Orlando <laughs> Brown say that Diddy had good pussy, though? I'm pretty sure he was the one that said that. They call that. him Honey, they call, that's <laughs> What does that mean? That's that's funny. Funny. Look it up. Hey, look it up. I think he said that. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Hey, what do you mean by that? They call him Honeycombs. Hey, you, know, uh, you didn't know? That's Honeycombs. <laughs> Hey, though, I going back to the going back to guess. the um, oh, going man. back to the Clive Davis thing, like if you look at the kind of the whole mentality of the industry, though, and how it's kind of they set it up and they set up shop and they basically use that for you know for the sex thing and to recruit and all that shit. But I mean, they learn it somewhere too. And there was actually a lady that was coming out talking about that. How basically Diddy learned it from Clive Davis. 
because Clive oh, Davis absolutely. has been doing that shit for years. Like, and if you look at uh, Whitney Houston, like when Whitney Houston passed and shit, like the same time that Whitney Houston passed was right when Brandy popped off and they needed a spot for their new killer. So there was like a lot of a lot of conjecture that Whitney Houston didn't offer herself. So I don't know, man. It's just weird. And they talk about like, look at the uh, Black Mirror. We were talking about Black Mirror earlier. The one with Miley Cyrus. I'm not a fan of hers, but the oh, way that they use her and take her, take her fucking likeness. They take the rights to everything that she owns. And at this point, with Hollywood the way it is, they don't really need you around. They still make money off of Elvis's estate. They still make money off of you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't that's, know that's the family Cyrus does episode. mostly, but. Kind of reminded me of what's going on with uh, Britney Spears. Oh, that old situation. Old. Just yeah. just not that extreme, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But, uh, well, with P. Diddy, with P. Diddy I'm, I'm going to say this about the industry. There, there are guys who are outside of the industry who didn't pop off the way your big names like Jay-Z, Puff, and some of these other cats didn't pop off, but you know they're better than them. Oh yeah, the things they say. The things they say you got to do to get in. I mean, like you know, exactly. Those that don't know you, you know, I was trying to do music with Marcus. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to put Marcus on. But yes. what, what are you willing to do at the end of the nah, day? Yeah, they haven't seen in Hollywood. That's no, why there's a lot of people do that shit with Al. Yeah, Marcus. No, no sir. I'm not willing to do any of that Diddy shit. I'm cool on you know, Marcus, all of that. I'm good on it. He said, Al, nah. I love you, Al, but nah. You know, Marcus is one of them pretty light-skinned niggas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, You're yeah. not going to put me and Marcus in a room and be like, hey, nah. if y'all want to get on, y'all got to... Well, no. Nah, you're so if you actually That's request why you never that got the me, chance. you just ask me to fuck you up. Like, well, I'm not with that gay shit. Actually, crazy. You know, it might be a little telling, but when uh, Rick and I, back when we were younger, from 17, 18, we decided to skip state. We were going to just bounce and go to the Keys. We took everything, put it in my fucking Cavalier, and we hauled ass down there. We were staying for a couple days. And we were about to come back. It was like, we were down there probably two, three days trying to find work and shit. And Rick had mentioned to me about the adult film industry that exists there in South Florida. And I was like, yo, let's, let's roll. I was like a young, reckless youth that didn't have many morals. So it sounded right. And it sounded like the money was right. So he started kind of telling me how you get into the industry and what you got to do to kind of get into it and how you break in. And I was like, yeah, maybe just we'll fish or some shit. And let's go back home. Man, you find a Let's go back home. Yeah, they want you to fuck dudes nah, before you can fuck the chips. So, like, <laughs> no, no thanks. Nah, man, that's no, some no. sick shit out there, bro. Like, it's, yeah, it's, once, it's, once, once, once he sick. divulged kind of what he what he had heard about things, I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, I mean, I tell like people anything? all the time, it's not all that it's cracked up to be. <laughs> Literally. Like the B2K, the B2K kids. I don't know if oh, you guys that group, B2K, Omarion or whatever. You know, you hear horror stories. Uh-huh. Those guys said that they they were put in a room and forced to suck each other off. No. Yeah. Absolutely fucking nah, not always fight. forced, bro. It's not always forced. So what happens is, like, have you seen the, the little Zan story? You know how they got the girl with that? It's like a gang, bro. They just own this little white boy. Like, a couple of times he's gotten the phone turned on. A co- you know, like, bro, they're, it's... It's puppets, bro. Anybody that you call a celebrity, I call it all the time. Anybody you call a celebrity, somebody's controlling them, bro. They wouldn't be there. Here's, here's how here's 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 how a lot of those guys end up in that situation. When you go to a party or a bar well, or, or wherever, sure. If somebody hands you a drink that is 
already opened or in a glass that you didn't see poured, or if you lay your glass down and you turn away from it, anything will get put in your drink. Uh -huh. If somebody hands you a blunt that you didn't see rolled, you don't know where the weed came from. What happens is they drug them up. They get them to do all this nasty shit. They record it. And once they sober up, they get to watch what they did up yep, close and personal yep. and on yeah, tape. And, you know, that's definitely one way and something that everybody needs to be aware of so that they can watch out for it. But I don't think it was like that with Diddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. they said that this dude, they said that this dude knew this dude that had a bunch of money and he was trying to get his bad boy productions off the ground. This dude had a bunch of money and dude knew how to get it from him. So, I mean, not only did he have a good business plan, but he can work that mouth. And listen, it works like the Epstein thing, what too. What that mouth do, though? Same Let us, fucking see. thing. What happens <laughs> is they say, hey, man, I'm, I'm glad you're part of the clique now. Let's go and have fun. And you start having fun. And they're like, oh, that fun that you're having now? Guess what, bro? We can step that shit up a little bit more. And they introduce a young girl. Or maybe they get the vibe about you that you like a young boy. And then you start doing that shit, and they start filming it, et cetera, et cetera. And then they're like, ah. Now we own you. I mean, that's literally how the Mossad, I mean, I'm sorry, how Epstein had control of Wexler and, and you know, the, so many others like Clinton himself. And we're going to see as this all plays out a little bit more in the news. But I think uh, Puffy, uh, Puffy has been kicked out of the club. Well, I was going to say even so much like in the fact that they were talking earlier about why it gets like, like a, like a dude like Clive, Clive, Clive Davis didn't, or, yeah, Clive Davis didn't realize or say that he was gay and start working with Puffy until he was about 50. And it's not even so much at that point, I think, when you got that much money and that much power and you're looking for more power, it's about the power. Like, you don't give a shit. It's not about being heterosexual or homosexual. It's about making people do what you want. So, I mean, I think it's a power play more than anything, really. Like, that's how they keep people under their thumb. And then, yeah, it's just an added benefit if you get that motherfucker on tape. And then leverage that against them, of course. That's been in play for a long time too. That's that's the thing that really scares me is like, of course, we all know the shit's been happening forever, but the fact that it's being pushed so hard, like what are they covering up that they're throwing this in our face right now? Yeah, because this is just a discretion. There's something, seen, there's something way bigger any, going on that they don't want us to notice. Any of you guys seen the miniseries called Hollywood with Jim Parsons? Not familiar okay, with so it. Familiar. It kind of takes place uh, back in the day. Don't misquote me, but it's Hollywood, and I want to say maybe the 30s or 40s, maybe 50s latest, somewhere in that time period. And um, I'll, I'll reevaluate and get back to you. But long story short, what it, it kind of is like the Weinstein situation, but four decades before that, like what it was back then. And actually, Jim Parsons, you know, the guy that plays Sheldon on The Big Bang Theory, who is actually a very oh, avid homosexual, et cetera, et cetera. He plays like oh, a gosh. gay producer that, or pre producer, director, even an actor, I think, too, uh, that the audience and us, we don't know that he is actually this, like, flaming homosexual. And he actually, he will only cast people that, like, uh, when he, like, makes us the past, that will come in and do the shit. It's just like the Weinstein thing. Like, I, I don't no. want to... We'll detail it more than that. But long story short, it, it puts it in our face. Hollywood is putting it in our face. And, and I think that's part of like the, you know, the whole devil thing. Like if they don't tell us what's up, like this whole situation, they're going to tell us about this whole puffy thing to see how many people still socially accept him. 
This town's all about dreams. And some of my customers don't just come here for gas. What's the password again? Dreamland. Dreamland. I want to go to Dreamland. You get in the car with them, have a drink, maybe. You know, sometimes... Sometimes you have to service. No, I came here to be a movie star. I want to take the story of Hollywood and give it a rewrite. Ace has a picture that we're very excited about. It's about fame and what Hollywood does to people. This is our screenwriter, Archie Coleman. Pleasure to meet you. You're colored. I love it. If we change the way that movies are made, I think you can change the world. I want you to be the star. Really? If you want something, you have to declare it. I'll do anything. I am not just a star. I am a star maker. All right, everyone. Roll camera. Action. This studio is risking everything. We're already seeing pushback. And suddenly, everything goes dark again. This feeling is nothing new. I'm angry. I'm scared. But what I'm not is surprised. I will not live in fear. Fuck these white people in charge. They don't play fair, so why should we? It ain't about whether you win or lose. What's important is being in the room. This is Hollywood, kid. I can make that dream of yours come true. But it ain't gonna mean anything if this is what I do to get it. We will not be bullied. This is just the beginning. We aren't just making a movie. We're making history. And the winner is... You've got this silly dream in your head and it's making our lives harder. You bet I got a dream. I'm not the only one. A Hollywood dream, that's everybody's dream. Vivian, I'd like to introduce you to a client. This is Rock Hudson. Okay. So I take it you're in Gone with the Wind? Yeah. Are you yeah. fucking kidding? She's goddamn Scarlett O'Hara. Are you fucking hazy? Why? Yeah, how he tracks. I mean, how he like, tracks and trends, though. I'm sure they'll analyze like, it. Hey. We, you know what I mean? Like, things like that. This guy has downright admitted it. Like, and when it gets to that point with Puffy, how many people mm -hmm. are going to side with him? And that's when, like, the devil knows he's won, you know? Yeah. What are you going to say, Marcus? I mean, if these are like these are like criminal allegations, bro. Like, he's going to get buried like R. Kelly did. And. That's just that. Oh, it's going to be where. And there's a reason why they're hey, burying these dudes. Surviving Diddy's going to be crazy, bro. Like, that's just going to be wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's gonna it be sounds way like he's going to be It's going to be way crazier than R. Kelly. There's going to be dudes. There's going to be so children. You can't name it, you can't name it the same name and then go soft. Like, bro, <laughs> if, you think, if you think Jay Z had a fucking goddamn beef with Nas, wait till you see when 50 is done with this documentary. Holy shit. <laughs> 
And then, you know, 50 better be careful, man, because Puffy killed Tupac. I'm saying yeah, 50 yeah. powerful too, though. 50 got 50 powerful too, though. better be badass, though. There's a green light on Puffy or we're getting played worse than, I don't know. Man, this is just, wow. Mm, like, yeah. this has to be something, yeah, man. This is crazy, like, they're man. setting us up. And again, I've been telling folks about P. Diddy for over two decades. Just, I've been wow, telling man. folks about Will Smith for over two decades. I've been, again, this, you're going to hear about Jay-Z. We already know Beyonce is a devil-worshipping woman. Oh, We're going to hear about Jay-Z soon enough, I promise y'all. She's one of their once Jay-Z stops paying, Once Jay-Z stops paying the bill, you're going to hear everything about Jay-Z Something's well. going on and, up there, man, that shake-up. Like, actually, if you go ahead and you Google right now, uh, Jay-Z and Puffy, it's going to tie them together completely with what's going on right now. The entire um, thing will tie it all together. And you could go down that that's what I'm saying. So I, I, will, I will admit in the way that something is going on. I've seen some dominoes falling from the top that I never thought I'd see fall. There are some names that have axed out like the last couple months. And I'm not a naysayer, dude. You know me. Like I was all about that stuff when I thought things were going to start cleaning up and we were going to start doing things a little less corrupt. Um, I hope. I hope and pray yeah, that we can get to a point where we can trust who's standing for us again. But it's been a long fucking time, man. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, time will tell. And if everything goes the way that it's supposed to go, then yeah, we're good. But it's been a long One time. One name is going to surprise folks on that list as well. Paul Blart. I don't like it. I do not like it. Cop? I'm just good. What do you mean? I mm -hmm. don't know. Ke Kevin James. Kevin James just seems like a creeper, at, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. I, 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 I don't know how surprising that is, brother. That's sucked. That's sucked at all. Okay, I'm glad you guys aren't surprised. It's going to be the women. There's going to be there's going to be certain women's names that really surprise people. There'll be certain politicians that'll surprise people. And the most most surprising, I think, for people will be the people that are they've they've created a wholesome image for themselves um like we know, you know better that'll be like a ellen you know what i mean like yeah, Jet ellen oh i've heard uh, bad Jet Jet ellen's been blown up a lot lately Jennifer though Aniston. like ellen ellen's ellen, one of those signs though you know what i'm saying like ellen's been getting a lot of shit lately like with the way a that her entire yes. staff came out and fucking bombed her about like she had a fucking mm -hmm. downfall bro mm -hmm. And the and whole she was fucking, definitely at the top of that pyramid. The Wilson, the Wilson face on her sh on her shit when the whole COVID thing started and all that. Oh my! Look God. at I mean, but a lot of their 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 group is having issues. Look at the Jada and Wilt thing that happened yeah. with that. Like they're having issues too. Like that's all falling apart. It's like all these kind of dynasties are toppling. And I'm not saying that it's a conspiracy, but something's fucking weird. Uh, mm -hmm. We're being taken over. And I can't I I can't refer to this movie enough. But Robert Downey Jr. told everybody in Tropic Thunder. It's Hollywood. Everybody's gay once in a while. Everybody's gay every now and again. All right? Everybody is gay. Look, man, everyone's gay once in a while. The 14-year-old yesterday, she says to me, she says, so is, is head head? And if you know Riley, you have to understand she's probably more like 35 than 14. Let's just keep it real. So she, she says, she says to me, she says, was well, it head head? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? She's like, so if the guy that's getting head is like looking up and he's thinking about a chick and a dude is the guy giving the head it, who who's gay in this situation. Oh. So without going any further into the conversation, I'm sure your imagination can wonder where that conversation went. So to your point, yeah, man, like 
I think in Hollywood, it, they they know they have to get on the Weinstein side of people to even get in. So if you're not a little bit gay, are you really there? <laughs> Still being very suburban about this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so suburban. If it'll get me a couple hundred miles across the country. That is fucking hilarious. But yeah, man, nothing, in, nothing going on in Hollywood or the music industry should surprise anyone at this point. Yeah, but Puffy's to to, to the to to my end point, Puffy's power is gone. Uh he's in trouble with whatever the uh Illuminati group you want to call it it is. Um he's done. Sick individuals, man. Mm-hmm. Some sick individuals. He, they're even letting him get named in the park thing. Yeah. And again, if you if you see who benefited when Puff died. It was Puff. Oh, bro, for sure. He was sugar. No, that was a whole fucking plan. That was a whole plan. He orchestrated the shit out of that. He was a smart motherfucker. Jay-Z and P. Diddy. They orchestrated all that shit to rise to the top. Absolutely, yes. One thing that I saw in an interview today that I hadn't seen either was when uh, this guy, Deal, the bodyguard, was talking about when they went to California and Biggie got shot and just kind of the circumstances surrounding it. Yes. The way that that happened was fucked up because dude called Biggie. Puffy called Biggie and he's like, hey, I need you out in California. We're going to ride. And Biggie had work to do in the studio. There was a lot of shit that he had on his plate and stuff. So they took him out of studio time for no reason, gave him no reason to go out there, no real reason at all. And when he went out there, there was a street crew that was sticking up his car with these fucking high visibility, fucking odd looking stickers and shit. They tagged up his fucking car, only his car, not Diddy's. And the fucking car, Uh, it wasn't a drive-by like a lot of people thought. The car was posted up. So when they came and they rolled by, they knew exactly what car it was because of the fucking stickers that were, uh, what was it? Quote, eye-catching. Eye-catching stickers all over the fucking car. So they knew exactly which one to blast and they got Biggie. But yeah, that was all orchestrated. I guarantee that was orchestrated by Diddy. Fucking go. Yeah, it's the same. It's It's the exact same thing. It's like Puff knowing that uh, Biggie and Pac are supposed to hang out the first time Pac is shot and... It, yeah, all man. the blame gets put on Biggie like it was his fault yeah, when Biggie man. didn't even know what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. I, just... I mean, what is your okay? So look, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a a catch here, Matt. You're you're, you know, quite a bit younger than the rest of us. I won't call none of us out. But in in your world, <laughs> when all of that was going on, and you were a kid, and and I can just speak firsthand, you were in the back seat rapping all of day tracks when you were a jit. How did you view all of that as a kid? Uh, honestly, as a kid, I didn't really understand or know really what the hell was going on. But the older I got, I started to really see the, oh, from this side and from this side. And from what I knew, Pac and Biggie were cool. Biggie was, yeah, staying, were Big, Biggie was staying with Pac before he was really famous. And mm-hmm. you see all these things start to come out where they start to yeah. point the finger when it's really coming from the people who are pointing the finger. And you see, the reason I ask this like that is because he didn't have an emotional attachment to those particular rappers the way that we did. You see, there was rappers before them. And we were into hip-hop before that. No matter what culture you were from, if that was something you were into, we all had a tap to it at that point. At that point, we were emotionally evolved. Tupac and Biggie were the first ones that made you pick a side. It was mm-hmm. the first time the record companies had really infiltrated hip hop and started using it against us to control. I was going to say, and to 
to that point, just real quick, I wanted to say it wasn't even then though. What happened? What happened? What started that? Who was the what was the East and West Coast beef about? Who started it? Snoop did. Mm-hmm. I no, mean, it was Snoop's already kind of going on. I'm telling y'all right now. It was already kind of going on, but Snoop was on the stage and he was like, well, fuck them then. And that's what really started and sparked that whole fucking rivalry that took a lot of fucking lives. I'm saying some real shit. <laughs> Murder was the case that they gave him and the feds are the reason he ain't in prison. That's what I'm saying. But look what they do with the gangs and shit. If those gangs in California, if the red and blue could get together, they would fucking own that goddamn state, probably the country, because they could. They're smart enough, and they're organizing it up. <laughs> That's why they'll oh, never absolutely. let them get along. They will never let them get along. The well, government will always set some shit off to keep them at war. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. But they did it with absolutely. rap, too. They did it with the rap, too. They said they they need that shit separated. Like to wrap things up, they think of, think of, look at the, listen to the lyrics that are being rapped. Oh, now? Oh, you know what I'm saying? When you when you listen I, to I the lyrics that are being rapped, they're not pushing they're not pushing any positive message, whether it's coming from the males or the females. They're basic they they want this divide. Hey, Pac and Big were though. Pac and Big were. And that's the thing, and that's why they that's why they had to shut that shit down, uh, Marcus. Yeah, that's facts. And the females that's facts. Now, yep. And that's why the rich are one percent, we are ninety nine. Never ever will they allow us to be together. Ever. It doesn't work to their advantage. But to wrap things up, just want to say, folks, we appreciate y'all. If you have any comments that you want to share, share regarding this P, P. Diddy stuff, please feel free to comment. We'd appreciate that. Well, <laughs> the powers that be got us. We said too much. Shut them down. It's time to go, guys. We got to go. We got to get the hell off this day. Feel free to please check it. You know, check out our nerd. That's sir. Hit that up. You looking for any artwork? Please hit my nephew Nate up. His info's in our bio. Yes, sir. If you will. And be sure to check out our intro track. It's called Trap Sex. And it's by the producer named Nish. You can find his music on YouTube and SoundCloud. Like, subscribe, yeah. and follow all of our social media. Let's go. Take care. Yes, sir. I second that. Yes, sir. <laughs> Leave Signing a comment. Off. Yes. <laughs> Signing off, I'm Al, Marcus, Rick, Matt, and Sean. Peace. Peace. Peace.